No peaks without valleys. Have you ever seen a lone mountain surrounded by flatland? It looks tall. Taller than it actually is, in fact. Compare that with a mountain peak surrounded by other peaks, or even a high elevation plateau. And the same peak would not look nearly as tall. Why am I talking about mountains on the CX Patterns podcast? Hi, this is Sam Stern from LinkedIn, and I wanted to use this mini-episode to talk about an important and often overlooked part of the peak-end rule, that you need valleys, low points, negatives even, to set apart the peaks in the experience. A peak looks peakier if it's set off by flat land. Monadnock, by the way, is the term for those lonely peaks, if you're interested. So, when you're looking to apply the peak-end rule, make your peaks appear taller. You can do this by smoothing out the experience just before or after, making it easy, simple, painless, and not at all memorable. Or you can push even further and make it just a little bit painful. Frankly, this is what lines waiting is for. Waiting at a theme park, an Apple store, a hot restaurant. The wait is painful, which contrasts with the pleasure of the ride, the phone, the meal. I know there are other psychological effects at work in a line. If I see other people waiting, it must be good, social proof. If I waited for something, it must have been worth it, rationalization. But it's also the contrast between the frustration or monotony or other negative feelings from waiting in line and the elation and satisfaction that comes when you get what you were waiting for. So, when you have peaks in your experience already, make sure to buff out what comes before and what comes after. You do not need a mountain range. You just need a lone peak that will be memorable. And it's better if what comes before and after is not memorable at all. And if you are brave, if you are bold, push past a buffed out, unmemorable experience to a painful experience. Make people wait in line. Disney does it. Charge a high price. Starbucks does it. Make assembly a hassle. Ikea does it. Frustrate or inconvenience your customer. Not a lot and not for key moments to them that would make or break the experience. Don't run out of food at a restaurant. Don't, don't close the theme park before every, everyone in the line gets a turn. But frustrate or inconvenience them enough that they notice and then notice a sharper contrast between the peak and the rest of the experience. That's how you make a 3,000-foot mountain appear taller than a mountain twice its size. Thanks to my former colleague, Kelly Price, for reminding me of this more than once. And to Samson Lee, whose blog post on the pain of an actual Disney experience contrasted with the pleasure of the memory of that experience first crystallized this idea for me. I've linked to his blog post in the show notes below. Trust me, it is worth reading. That's all for now. I'll be back with a full episode next week with the person whose name I've mentioned on the show the most, other than my own, I suppose. And no, it's not Daniel Kahneman. Talk to you then.